0: <laughs>
1: we're here i'm queer get used to it get used to it this is soy Trek. <laughs> welcome i'm uh i'm comrade brit
2: i'm patrick
1: hello patrick <coughs> how are you on this fuh, 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 fuh. fine day
2: i'm doing good doing mm-hmm. very good
1: yeah I went to unlimited shrimp um, <laughs> at at Red Lobster with my girlfriend and I ate sixty two shrimp.
2: You ca- oh you made sure to count?
1: I had a shrimp counter baby.
2: Hell, hell's yeah.
1: Shrimp counter, baby.
2: Do they have like rewards or is that just like a personal goal for you?
1: No, it was, I, I wanted to like best, like at first I was like, I can eat like 25 ish. And mm. then I started eating. them am like, I can eat like 50 ish. <laughs> and then after that, like I got to like 62. and I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty satisfied with what I did here. My girlfriend <laughs> ate almost 50. Oh my God. I think it was 40 something. Yeah. Let's
2: see. Most shrimps in one sitting.
1: Yeah. Is there, do you think there's a record for that? <sighs> Wow. What?
2: Oh well the first first one that came up was six hundred
1: and forty-two. (laughs) Uh-huh. So that's pretty good, brother.
2: Wow, and the most shrimps eaten in one minute is 167.
1: That's a lot, brother. Oh
2: 167 grams. So Oh. Grams? Um, Yeah. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound well one guy, Joey Chestnut, I guess, ate that set the world record at 18 pounds of shrimp.
1: Oh wow. That's a lot of motherfucking shrimp, dog. That's a lot
2: of motherfucking shrimp. Imagine
1: putting 18 pounds of food in your body at once.
2: I couldn't like he must that must have like some sort of like larger stomach. I'm guessing he yeah, must he, he must, like trains and stuff. Yeah, so, so I'm guessing he must expand his stomach like, Yeah, he
1: has elasticity.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. like probably like the week before.
1: Elasticity and acidity and
2: acidity. Yeah, I'm guessing he must like the week before eat a fuck ton to make mm-hmm. sure his stomach is nice and loose yeah. it's like a bag just a bag well, hanging in his in his stomach
1: like a big old pussy
2: like a big old pussy.
1: yeah fuck my stomach they, pussy baby yeah
2: that makes sense because i also like a lot of these like food competitor guys are very thin yeah they so, are so i'm wondering if they just they just get really hungry for just one meal a year and that's what they do. Right, right. <laughs>
1: you know, one meal, however often they're paid enough to do it.
2: Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah.
1: That must be, like, hell on your body, though. Imagine, like, trying to digest that afterwards. They probably, like, yeah. don't tell you, but they probably do throw it up.
2: They have to because I can't imagine passing that. Mm-hmm. Like, also, I don't feel your body would. I feel your body would naturally reject it because I just mm-hmm. feel like... That's too much motherfucking food. Too much motherfucking food. We're not like fucking bears. Right. We're not, we're not gonna go hibernate. Right. right. <laughs> like we're just
1: maybe gonna, they're maybe they're a bear. You know what I'm saying maybe about a that? Bear, yeah. A bear wolf? No. Yeah. Were bear. Were bear. Were bear. Were? Bear? <laughs> <laughs> Got,
2: gotcha. Uh, yeah, I think one time I ate like an entire king size um, bag of Doritos uh, by accident. I sure. just kay. ate the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep going, I'm almost finished. And uh it was so physically uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. I had to force myself to vomit because, oh, like, I just, no. I just felt like I could. I, it felt like there was. In, I could feel like the individual chips poking mm. into my stomach. So I was just like, I have to eject this from my body. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I can imagine eighteen pounds of shrimp in there.
1: It's no. So- that's a lot of motherfucking shrimp, and shrimp wow. is like something you get tired of. Like by the end of the meal, I'm like, no, no more shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> like I love I love shrimp, but not this much. Like,
2: did you, were you just using cocktail sauce, or were you, or you just like raw dogging them?
1: No, different types of shrimp. Okay, uh, I tried all of the shrimps on the menu, all seven mm-hmm. varieties. Oh, interesting. So you got your Lou's favorite shrimp, which is just like a butterflied fried shrimp. Mm-hmm. You got your coconut shrimp. Okay. You got your shrimp Alfredo that comes with pasta that I did mm. eat as well. Oh wow! And I ate the side of rice that they gave me that I didn't ask for, and <laughs> they didn't give me the clam chowder that I ordered. So mm. at the end, they gave me the clam chowder to go. Like, oh nice! All right, interesting. Um, uh, so I uh, another they had a, a fried covered in like a Asian honey spicy sauce mm. called the the like the dragon shrimp mm. or something like that. Um, and then uh, you had, we um, had a fucking uh, a grilled shrimp mm. and then uh, a scampi shrimp. Mm. And then um, I think that's seven, right? Did I get seven?
2: I think that's seven. Yeah. I might've
1: gotten seven. I hope I got seven. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, but I tried all of the ones on the menu mm. uh, just to like make a point. Mm. I think the one I ate the most of was the shrimp uh, skewer. It was okay. really good. It was like Th- a grilled, was, was big, grilled, yeah. big shrimp, like a jumbo shrimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I That's had a the lot of kind of those. shrimp
2: I used to make when I worked at this one restaurant in Baltimore. We had mm-hmm. just, we just had grilled shrimp though, Yeah. and people love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. yep. People would always be like, put another shrimp on the barbie. Oh, yeah. Be like, a, lot huh. a lot of
1: Australians there.
2: Yeah, a lot of Australians. Yeah. <laughs> how, how
1: many, I mean, would you say there was a lot of Australians up at the glory hole too?
2: Yeah, I think so. Also, well. there was a lot of Australians that would work on the Eastern Shore uh-huh. during the summer,
1: the Eastern shore of Baltimore,
2: uh, just like of the of the country like, oh, okay. uh, in Delaware, they'd be in Delaware they'd be in uh-huh. Virgi- they'd be in uh, Virginia and uh-huh. stuff like that. like if you went to the Eastern Shore, just like
1: what's the worst thing about Australians?
2: They're very nice people, actually, yeah, yeah, I
1: yeah. mean, you can tell me your whole. Uh,
2: Wow. Actually, when I was a kid, yeah. I used to watch um, The Road Warrior all the time on mm-hmm. TV, and I wished I was Australian. Like, I wished mm-hmm. I was. Austra- I wished I lived in Australia, because I kind of, like, was convinced that's what Australia was like mm-hmm. for a little bit. And then you found out
1: bit. it wasn't, and you're, like, highly disappointed, and you're, like, all Australians <laughs> well, are a disappointment. Well, then
2: I found out... Oh, no. Then I did find out it is like that. There's, oh. like, poisonous spiders. and <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of <laughs> so, poisonous spiders. So I was just like, oh, I guess I don't want to <laughs> go anymore, but... Hmm. no Australians really, are very nice also you know i love, yeah. I love their music mm-hmm. i love their whole attitude i love i love that they wear short shorts and uh
1: yeah that's that's a good thing yeah anyone can wear short shorts though
2: yeah i know but they they really pull them off i think i yeah <laughs> uh did you know
1: we have a patreon
2: oh we do yeah yeah, yeah i've heard do. of that
1: uh, pa- patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS. You can even sign up for free. We've oh. got several free members. That's an okay thing to do if you want to do it. Yeah. Uh, we prefer you, uh, you know, throw some money. That yeah. That's cool too, but if you can't afford it, whatever. You can, yeah. you can sign up. Yeah. Have, all, have all the benefits.
2: Yeah, have some benefits on you.
1: Some benefits, not all the benefits. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So, uh, for as little as two dollars a month, you can support us, and uh, you get uh, you're able to recommend things for us to watch, and then vote on it, mm-hmm. uh, which is how we got to the episode this week that mm-hmm. we're about to do. Yeah, um, uh, for five dollars a month. Uh, we mentioned your name and say thank you to people just like Dylan Lance, Jordan Hale, David Craning Seitz, D. Gursky, Jor Moore, Tim Wilkinson, Sam Mayo, Kyle Simmons, PJ Hale, Shane Sawyer, Gillian McCrary, SFC Punk, Roberto Molina, Seven of Nine, James Hartman, Anna Conklin, Iggy, Abigail Simpson, Shane Williams, Roberto Yelito, Electric Baphomet, Ele- jo- Jonah Hearn, Nick Savard, John Simcox, and our two newest members Asher Pliskin and Skeptic.
2: Ooh, Pliskin like Snake Pliskin. Like pl-
1: the Snake Pliskin Asher a- Pliskin like Snake Pliskin baby. That's sick as fuck. Yeah, and Skeptic.
2: <laughs> and Skeptic. Skeptic. <laughs> uh, we yeah, we do have very cool patrons.
1: We do. We we appreciate all of them. Uh, and then for. Ten dollars a month. uh, And there's only five spots left. Uh, Mm. I I have limited server space. I upped it a while ago because I upped my um, my my capacity. Uh, But like my I can only serve so many people. And, Mm. you know, uh, my server plays really well right now. And I wanted it to continue playing really well at Mm. all locations. Yeah. Uh, and I can't do that if, you know, there's like 15, 20 people on the server at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, like the way, you know, the country's tiered out and stuff like that, like there is like, you know, it's it's more evenly spread throughout the evening for mm-hmm. high server times. So I usually have, you know, five, six people on the server at mm-hmm. a time, and that's totally fine. And I think that works for everybody. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if, if you want to get on that, uh, that and the uh, the even higher tier, the merch tier where you get all all of it, including monthly merch.
2: Oh, my God. Soy
1: Trek merch, like original Soy Trek merch that was banned by Paramount and <laughs> like one of a kind stuff. Like I've been making sweatpants that are just Batleths and like Hype Street Hell's stuff yeah. uh, and sending those out. Uh maybe you'll see some of those on Instagram come soon. because yeah. 'Cause they're fucking hype as fuck.
2: They're hype as fuck. I saw you post those. I was like, nice. Yeah,
1: they're they're pretty fucking sick. I yeah. wish I could make you some, but I have all of my uh my reserve batlets reserved for that.
2: That's fine, don't worry
1: about it. Is- it's okay. I can make you one if you want. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it
1: would be an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but could you not?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh could you not
2: could you not
1: that's what brent spiner said to me one day mm-hmm. not kidding pretty cool
2: yeah because you just walked up and started sucking him off i did <laughs> he's like could you not
1: uh, my wife's here
2: uh my wife my wife
1: yeah, he was doing a Borat thing at that time. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. He yeah. was known for that.
2: Borat fever was rocking the nation at that time. Yeah,
1: he was trying to do like a data meets Borat. Seven years thing, after the movie though. came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's our, our Patreon. Yeah. Patreon dot com slash dumb idiot BS, please go sign up. We'd really appreciate it. It really helps us. Yeah. Helps us do dumb things and provide <laughs> you with weird merch and like Mm -hmm. helps update my server and keep more shows than fucking netflix yeah uh like more shows than paramount and disney plus combined more shows than netflix more shows than hulu uh more movies than any of those services combined the only place that outranks us on any of those things is amazon plus because they sell movies yeah but if you take away that if you take away and just uh say the free movies and free shows fucking the media dungeon The media media dungeon.
2: Oh yeah. I did. I did see you put uh, "Killers of the Flower Moon" on there. I did. I can't wait to watch that. I missed. I watched that in
1: the theater with my girlfriend, and she she was totally about it. We had sex afterwards. So I'm (laughs) like,
2: what?
1: (laughs) That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I missed it when it got in theaters. Like I was i think I might try to see Godzilla minus one this weekend. Yeah, that's supposed to be really good. I hit I did hear it's supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I might also watch uh Killers of the Flower Moon on your Plexer.
1: Would you would you rather have a hand job from Godzilla or King Kong? Uh King Kong. Why?
2: Um Godzilla's hands are rough, they're lizard like, so Kong. like um they don't have, like, a... You don't, you don't like a hard hand job. Yeah, they don't... It doesn't have... It's not a velvety palm, like, no, I imagine. you, you don't. Well, I imagine, like... You King, don't like
1: some hard, callous hands <laughs> on your... on your units, mister.
2: Well, I do think, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think Godzilla's hand would also be very rough, mm. because for one, he doesn't use any moisturizer or anything. Are you talking King Kong? Yeah, King Kong. No. So. Oh. And so, like, uh, he... He's also like swinging on. He's climbing rocks a lot. They're highly calloused. They're highly calloused,
1: mm-hmm. and they're, they're big, weird calluses. So these calluses, like in relation to him, have got to be like huge ridges in his hand mm-hmm. that are like yeah. basically you could almost hold on to the ridges, or yeah. if you were a good climber, you could probably climb yeah. his fucking hand.
2: Yeah, that's another movie that came out though, like um, Godzilla X Kong, where they team up and they're friends.
1: Oh, oh! I saw that. Th- did that come out around now too?
2: I think it is. Like, did they try
1: to release two Godzilla movies like at the same time in competing markets or something?
2: Maybe. Well, I, I think wild. Godzilla minus one is mm-hmm. a Japanese movie, and this is oh. like part of like the the Monsterverse thing. Mm-hmm. But in that movie, though, mm-hmm. King Kong is wearing a glove or a robotic hand. I'm not sure what it is. He has it. It, it has some sort of like like armored glove thing. Mm-hmm. But I think. But also like um
1: would you rather have a, a <laughs> hand job from regular king kong or with that thing on
2: i think that thing on because okay. i feel that probably makes it uh feel better
1: okay like it, you it, think it has the technology for hand jobs yes i do okay. <laughs> I
2: was, cause it, it looked like a very complicated glove like i almost want to watch the movie to find out what that glove is because oh. he's in the trailer he has some sort of like weird yellow that's what i said about the oj trial <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you're growing up, and you're just watching like, I want a hand job from that from that glove. Oh yeah, nice leather glove. <laughs> but I just want to figure out what that glove is. So yeah, I'm. I'm it, it got me. It hooked me. I want to know. Mm. Also, Godzilla's trans now. Like, what?
1: Yeah. that's rad.
2: Yeah, because like yeah. Godzilla went from um, blue energy to uh-huh. pink energy.
1: Oh, so that I think.
2: Yeah, I think like. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, we respect that Godzilla.
2: We respect that.
1: Instead of, you know, instead of, like, a they-her, do you think? Or more she-her?
2: Yeah, maybe a she-they. She-they? Yeah. huh. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm you guessing. I respect that. I respect that too. Like I'm You get I, it, girl. You get yeah. it, girl. So I, I that's a, that's why I'm excited for this we movie. Love a big queen. Like I've watched like I liked um Kong Skull Island a lot. Uh-huh. And so I kind of feel like this Kong, Godzilla x Kong is a continuation of that but also has like a handjob glove and trans right. Godzilla. What
1: what was the last rated R movie you think you jerked off to? Oof.
2: Yeah, see, I I usually go for G movies. So <laughs> <is gonna> be- <laughs> I had a Montana Christmas again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, I don't know. I don't take catalog of that in my mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Sure. Oh, that, sorry. That's what you get. That's all I get. That's
1: what you get. You get
2: shame. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's stored at, at the front of my memory cortex. Just like, <laughs> just like, just like, just like rated R movies you've jerked off to. That's at the front of my forefront of my mind.
1: If I thought it hard enough, I could probably think back to it.
2: Mm, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. I mean, it's obviously like you know when I was a kid, like you know Total Recall, right? <laughs> of course, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Prove
1: yeah. me it was Full Metal Jacket. Where? <laughs> Wherever I want.
2: <laughs> just like when when uh when Pile's like blowing his brains out. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like a faded VHS tape where just like the whole movie plays fine up until that part where it's yeah. all scratch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like it was like oh my god <laughs> and just just start gets that scene and then like the screen starts blinking out and then like and then goo, ooh, starts goo, coming from the vhs yeah
1: <laughs> good times good times good times uh but you don't remember how about the last uh have you ever jerked off in a movie theater
2: no, i am not. Aww. Yeah, I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a criminal.
1: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not a sex pervert. <laughs>
2: <Boo>. Oh man. <laughs>
1: that stinks. You should consider it. It's pretty fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Send you that, that screenshot of that guy that was jerking off in the plane. Oh yeah, that guy was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, he was living his life. He was Yeah, he, uh,
2: he said he was oozing he, on the plane.
1: He was living it up. Not um. giving a fuck. Motherfucker oozin' <laughs> he oozin', he oozin' he ouais. oozin', M- livin' it up, not givin a fuck. He oozin', he oozin', he oozin', he oozin. Livin' it up, not givin a fuck. I said he oozin, he oozin, he oozin, he oozin Livin' it up, not giving <laughs> a fuck. I said he oozin, he oozin,
0: he oozin, he oozin'.
2: He <laughs> That's the, that's gonna be the um the new theme song for Ivan ooze from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, no that that theme kind of that theme kind of fucks. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's it's the Ivan ooze theme.
1: Yeah, I agree. Speaking of fucks. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, oh, yeah we, we've been talking for like thirty minutes and I haven't even got to. That.
1: <laughs> it's a long cold open, okay.
2: It's a long cold open. Yeah, yeah, that's what we like to think. So yeah. uh, we're
1: here to. um review blood fever yeah the voyager episode you know that
2: yeah it's a good that's a good that's a good one
1: yeah yeah it's
2: actually also i forgot that it is a very like pivotal episode
1: it kind of is yeah, yeah 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 it is kind of storyline wise and like yeah. relationship wise i'd say so yeah yeah mm-hmm. um
2: which is funny because it is like a, a very silly premise for an episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Blood Fever is Voyager Season 3, Episode 16. It first aired on the 5th of February, 1997. What were you doing then?
2: Uh, hanging out. Playing, mm. you know.
1: Were you masturbating at that time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, good.
2: <laughs> to Total Recall. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> i love to hear it. To the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Yeah.
1: So uh, this episode was written by Lisa Klink, uh, who d- uh, wrote 14 episodes of Voyager, including Sacred Ground, Message in a Bottle, and The Omega Directive, mm. and one episode of DS9, The Hippocratic Oath, the okay. one where O'Brien does a war crime.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and blows
1: up medical supplies. <laughs> Uh, and it was directed by none other than Andy Robinson. Oh, nice. Garrick himself, who oh, nice, also yeah. directed an episode of DS9 yeah. that we watched a few weeks ago looking for Parmock uh, par in all the mm-hmm. wrong places.
2: Wow. Yeah. That, and also, that was also a horny episode. Mm-hmm. So this, mm-hmm. like, Andy Robinson.
1: He does the horny. He does, it. He does the horny shit, <laughs> baby.
2: We should see if Andy Robinson wants to come on.
1: Oh that'd be awesome actually. Yeah. We'll be like we're the like the, the queer Star Trek podcast. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be like hmm, <laughs> hmm, <laughs> I I will have fun with this. <laughs> uh, no, I I'd, I'd, I'd let him say whatever on there. Yeah. Like we could just talk about like prostates the whole time. Yeah, why not? Yeah. like what do you what do you think Garrick would think about the prostate? I think he's... Do you think I think, I think Eric he's, has multiple I, prostates? I think
2: he's pro-state. Oh, he is pro-state. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So, do we want to get into this episode? Yeah, let's do Blood it. fever, season three, episode sixteen. Here we go. Captain's log, Stardate five zero five three seven point two. And this is Janeway, by the way. Mm. Routine scans of an uninhabited star system have revealed the presence of a, of galactite, a rare substance on the fourth planet. Yeah, so.
2: uh, unobtainium. Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> On the bridge, they speculate about the amount of or any possible ownership of the galactite, but appears to be abandoned. Janeway recommends Torres talk to Neelix as he once worked at a mining colony. <laughs> but little does she know, he just worked the glory hole at the mining camp.
2: <laughs> like, watch, he was actually the overseer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just a guy with a gun. Yeah, he's just like a guy with a gun. <laughs> What we have here is failure to communicate.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That's a reference my dad used to make a lot when I was a kid, so I hate it. <laughs> oh, really? It used, yeah.
2: to, it used to be the um the the sound on my dad's computer. Oh, it's if, such a if, dad if, thing. <laughs> oh, my God, thing. it's such a dad thing. <laughs> cool Hand Luke is a dad movie. <laughs> it very much a dad movie. <laughs> we should watch Cool Hand Luke for the
1: podcast yeah i mean if people want to see it (laughs) it. i'm I'm done caring (laughs) i'm just gonna watch media and review it it'll it'll
2: it'll get to uh it'll get to that that part in the end the movie and you'll just Mm -hmm. like flip out (laughs) yeah
1: hopefully not we watched an episode of the orville got through that so it's We're all still here.
2: And I had vowed never to watch that show.
1: Well, well, you had to. Yeah, I had to. You
2: had to. It was your job. Because of our patrons.
1: Mm. So in engineering, Taurus and Ensign Vorik, a Vulcan, looks kind of like a nerd. Yeah. Kind of, kind of a nerd-ass bitch, to be honest.
2: And what was his twin brother's name that was on Deep Space Nine?
1: Oh, uh, I totally forget. I mean, yeah, uh, so they're examining some samples and uh, talking about some, some just routine stuff. So out of nowhere, Vorik does a kunu tsilik, a Vulcan marriage proposal, <laughs> which is like, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm asking this. And uh, she's like, what? But he becomes a lot more aggressive mm-hmm. and Taurus shoves off his advances, but he's like way too persistent. But suddenly he attacks her attempting to mind-meld her, it seems. Mm -hmm. Taurus punches him in the face and escapes.
2: Yeah, this is already... um, um, Oh, yeah, his brother's name was Torek. Okay. Um, This is already like a nightmare for the HR department on the Oh, Starship. absolutely. <laughs> like, she's... But,
1: but they're out in the middle of nowhere so they have no HR. They I have no HR. Way. They're
2: cut off from, from HR that'd be, services. That'd be great
1: if they only had like one Maquis HR. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And they were like,
2: oh, that shit's fucked up. I don't even want to hear about that. Especially the Delta Quadrant. No, the no. Delta, all, the, all the Delta Quadrant stuff was so out of pocket and mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Like, I can imagine like the um, the HR uh, HR person on Voyager just sitting themselves out of an airlock just mm-hmm. being like, I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah, I <laughs> come to him like, yeah. So um, we just had an ensign uh, propose marriage. Uh, well, I'm not even sure of marriage, but maybe just like fucking. Yeah. Um. Um. His. Uh. His superior officer. Yeah. Uh, what do we do about that? <laughs> it's like, oh my god, just send me out the goddamn airlock. <laughs>
1: and I. Th- I think there's like a certain amount of like baked-in misogyny here, and where yeah. he like feels like she owes him this or something and mm-hmm. it's i don't know it's it's it comes on way too strong he feels very entitled here yeah i feel very uncomfortable in this whole situation i'm glad she punched him in the face i think that's pretty cool so
2: yeah 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 that that makes sense <laughs> like, yeah, like, no. like like i don't know what else she was supposed to do in that situation she just blasted him to hell
1: <laughs> um so, uh, yeah, we get our opening credits at three minutes and 15 seconds. Pretty, pretty quick, cold open. Yeah. So, in medical, the doctor is scanning Vorik, and he seems to have a neurochemical imbalance uh, that he should discuss with the patient privately. The doctor should. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going through the pawn far, mm-hmm. but uh, he's like really hesitant to admit this. Yeah. Uh, and he says, like, it's private. Um, it's his first pawn far. Which definitely goes against the canon of Star Trek Three.
2: Wait, it's a, it's his first pond far. How old is he? Exactly, like because I mean he, he looks like. I mean, he looks like a and a th- twenty five th- year old. Probably yeah, like but actor. that'd probably
1: be like a forty year old Vulcan.
2: Yeah, because yeah, because but because yeah, like in Vulcan years, he's probably much much older. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think Tuvok's supposed to be like what ninety? Yeah, or older. Yeah. So it's just like, so, and, and he looks great. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to guess like, like, uh, Vork must be, yeah, it has to be like 40. So I, mm-hmm. he's probably had like seven fars by now.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, so the doctor asks how Vulcans deal with the situation and Vork says they return home and take a mate, which is impossible in their position in the Delta Quadrant. Yeah. The doctor says they'll have to find other ways to treat this, and Vork says they can resolve their situation privately. <laughs> he's gonna go masturbate? He, yeah. But he says he's gonna be like doing like meditation techniques. That'd be we funny. That that'd means. be funny
2: if the EMH just pulled out like a um, like a flashlight in one of those like um, <laughs> and one of those ba- uh, medical bag <laughs> medical bags he's just like, ripped it open like fill, like fill it up. Yeah, here's your here's your here's your um your uh, medical medical uh. Me- medical uh, um, prescribed uh, fleshlight. Mm-hmm. So just use that up. And he's like, Well, yes, sir. Yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> with a replicator, you can make like unlimited fleshlights. I, th- I don't think that'd be a big deal. I mean, it'll probably only take like one ration with yeah. a fleshlight.
2: And plus, you put it back in when you're done, but mm. with extra stuff inside. So then you're, yeah. basi- you're basically giving back. Right to the to the replicator.
1: Right, because you put in new material. You put in new material, material, and that
2: was then reabsorbed into the ship. And right. That, so.
1: Oh man, and then like a little bit of you is in everything we eat.
2: Oh. <laughs> kind of already is if you think about it.
1: I don't want to think
2: about
1: it. <laughs> um. So. The doctor sends Vorik to their quarters with a cordial uh, cordial tracker on them, which is like a tracker right behind their ear. Mm-hmm. Later, the doctor and Tuvok are talking and Tuvok doesn't have any way to help Vorik. There are three options, he says, though. One, taking a mate. Two, ritual combat. Or three, intensive meditation.
2: Mm. Also, why can't they just, like, put him into a medically induced coma for a while?
1: Yeah. Or why can't he just jerk off a lot. I don't. I don't really get the whole point for far thing.
2: Yeah, and plus, yeah, and like, also, I feel like he had to have known this was coming up anyway. So I feel he should have already been making arrangements for this mm-hmm. instead of like doing like a last minute hail mary, yeah. like to his boss, mm-hmm. <laughs> being like, "We're gonna, we're gonna fuck now," you know. Instead of like, yeah, you know, springing it last minute, he probably should have been making arrangements. Like, okay, well. I got like, you know, uh, 3 months before my pond far happens. Mm-hmm. I should be like making some moves here. <laughs> right, exactly. But it, it, he said
1: this is his first pond far, which I'm like, I don't get that.
2: Yeah, I don't get that either. I think yeah. that must be wrong.
1: I know, I know i don't really get it maybe yeah. he ended a delayed far. maybe he's a different <laughs> he's a different type of vulcan maybe
2: his balls didn't descend until much later in life
1: yeah yeah that'd that'd be a real bummer yeah <laughs> um so later taurus enters transport bay and paris and neelix are already there for the mine mission
2: also do you ever notice that it's only men male um welcomes that have had pon far on the on, in star trek series
1: yeah the women have something kind of similar to it but it's not Ponfar, far it's mm. not as intense mm. yeah there's something in alpha canon about that somewhere mm. i don't remember quite what mm. um so <clears throat> taurus is a little terse and rushed here with uh with paris and neelix and I would be too with Neelix. I, I yeah. wouldn't handle any of that motherfucker shit.
2: <laughs> it's always funny when they bring Neelix away on away missions, especially <laughs> like semi dangerous ones. It's right. like, look at him. Come on. But he has experience.
1: <laughs> he worked in a mine. I'm like <laughs> Okay. Like, I was uh, a lot lizard. <laughs> yeah. I I bring the fucking the doctors worked in a mine too. I bring the doctor.
2: Yeah, the doctors worked in mines, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Uh, The three beam onto the planet and find ruins of a previous civilization. Taurus is aggressive, but they make their way into the mine. They find a giant hole and go spelunking. Neelix fucks up and almost dies, but uh, doesn't to everybody's disappointment. (laughs) Taurus is incensed and overreacting here. Uh, Taurus bites Paris, and he wonders what's wrong with her. She takes off, and Paris calls Voyager. (laughs) That's pretty hot, actually. If someone did that to me, I'd be mm-hmm. really turned on. Bit him right on the face, though. That's pretty hot, dude. <laughs> someone bit me on the face. Like, <laughs> like I'd be, like, mad, but, like, like I'm going to fuck you mad. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully it's, yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure that's why, yeah, that must be why they do it. Because that's, that's mm-hmm. a big thing in Klingon culture. But it's also, it's just like, she's only half Klingon. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, she should just do, like a, like, a, like, a nibble. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> True. So Paris tells Janeway um, and Chakotay about her situation and the biting. Janeway sends Tuvok and Chicote down, but Tuvok might have an explanation for all of this. He enters Vorak's quarters and asks what happened between them and if there was physical contact mm-hmm. between him and Taurus. Vorak reveals that he touched her face and Tuvok thinks he was initiating a telepathic mating bond. It's pretty
2: gay. <laughs> he did it without his not his. He, he did it inadvertently. Yeah, not Cause very cool. Because Vork seems to be a fucking idiot.
1: Vork is pretty dumb.
2: He is.
1: He don't know how to fuck, and so he's like trying to do a mind fuck, but he's like, that's all.
2: Yeah. Um, Also, is this like the like besides like the old Vulcan ship? I think this mm -hmm. is like on Star Trek. This is probably like the ship with the most Vulcans. Mm -hmm. Could be wrong
1: i don't know maybe two could yeah yeah i mean wait there yeah i think i think you might be right because like before that like only like 15 years before that wharf was the first klingon in Mm -hmm. yeah wait were you saying klingon or vulcan sorry oh vulcan uh yeah you're right there's never really that many vulcans i guess enterprise just had one Mm
2: -hmm. Um, like like spock is half vulcan so then like when when they get Saric or not Saric, um what's her face
1: oh I guess like Lower Decks probably has several Vulcans oh yeah I guess M- so maybe I don't know no, but she's half Vulcan too right
2: yeah.
1: to Lynn, or is that no her? I don't think so is she full Vulcan yeah I just watched the first episode with her uh, the other day mm. and I think she is half
2: Vulcan interesting
1: yeah I might be wrong
2: so what was the name of the Christy Alley's character?
1: I don't recall.
2: I can't remember. Oh, well, from the movies, because she's full. Book. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. Um.
2: Oh, why can't I remember it? Oh, my God. I think about her every fucking day. <laughs> R.I.P.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the one who was on 2 and 3, played by different people. Robin something played her as well.
2: Givers or um, yeah, yeah,
1: I can't remember.
2: Son of a bitch!
1: That's okay. Uh, you'll look it up while I keep talking. Yes. Uh, so Tuvok thinks the pon- f- Ponfar far was passed to Taurus from Vorak. Vorak wants to talk to Taurus, but Tuvok tells him to keep meditating. Or, you know, masturbating. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Keep on jerking that work. <laughs> keep on working that jerk. <laughs> jerk it out. Work it <laughs> out. Everything will work itself out
2: i'm surprised like uh yeah it's kind of funny that like they have this coming up so like every seven years they have to put in a time off request for it to uh just fuck yeah that's cool <laughs> yeah. i'd love to
1: do that and be like hey uh sorry you know i've been with the company for 10 years now and um i've only asked this once of you savik seven years ago Savic, thank robin you robin curtis yeah robin curtis yeah uh who who do you prefer Savic? uh
2: uh robin curtis Interesting.
1: You just like that hand sex. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that hand sex, baby. Real
2: dirty. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, So, on the planet, Tuvok and Chakotay help Paris find Taurus as Neelix gets medevaced away. Mm -hmm. Taurus finds an active power system built by the colonists where the galactite readings were coming from and wants to stay to complete the mission. Suddenly some aliens emerge from the cave with guns drawn on them. The aliens ask who they are and say Taurus is dangerous. (laughs)
2: She's dangerous.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was very rockabilly. You want to do that one more time?
2: Yeah. She's dangerous.
1: Pretty rockabilly of you. Yeah. Babe. Babe. Yeah. Um... So the aliens ask who they are, and Taurus is dangerous. Uh, Chicote gives them a phaser. Suddenly, a seismic alert sounds. Taurus attacks one of the aliens and takes their weapon. And then all of the aliens disappear. Once again, they're picking up no life signs on the planet, just as before. So Paris is suddenly mad, and Taurus wonders why there's something wrong with her back in medbay the doctor gives Vorik some drugs to help him calm down and the doctor has an alternative treatment but Vorik says he's already humiliated himself with this private matter becoming public the doctor is however supportive and gives him another option and i don't i can't believe they didn't do this fucking sooner oh yeah the, this should have been like the first option like i think you're going through the pond far i'm going to show you something yeah the doctor takes him to the holodeck and tells him to fuck a hologram and I'm like well duh that's what everyone else on the ship is doing that's definitely what Tom Paris is doing
2: yeah like everyone everyone has deposited their DNA there
1: oh 100% like if if you just wanted to create a new human out of anybody on the ship Mm. you just go to the holodeck (laughs) you just mix and match baby
2: yeah, you're just scraping it off the off the walls and then just put it into a test tube and then no and then 100%. let and then let then let like fate decide what it is right <laughs> filter out
1: the hair and the the maybe the poo Yeah,
2: yeah hair and poo yeah you don't hair matter. and poo
1: <laughs> which which do you think is the worst chemical the most corrosive chemical in the holodeck waste
2: hmm. I mean, I kind of don't know. Like, uh,
1: on Let's go for, for the Enterprise D. It's got to be wharf semen, right?
2: Yeah, but I'm not sure. Like, it's hard to tell because, like, Klingon's like very sweet things. So I imagine, like, wharf's cum is probably very sweet.
1: Tastes like blood wine.
2: Yeah, it tastes like blood wine. and Plum, they, they plum have, juice. Tastes like prune juice. juice. Prune juice, yeah. yeah. So they got... So that so I feel like I feel like Klingon is probably very sweet and delicious. Come. <laughs> a warrior's trick. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um So Vorak tries to throw shade on the Doctor, but the Doctor's not having it. He's sassy, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctor pimps the hologram out to vorek and vorek says he will try to ends
2: up what tuvok ends up doing too right i think so yeah Yeah, yeah. so it's just like
1: that's right yeah tuvok spends like a long time in the 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 fucking holodeck yeah just fucking and sucking (laughs) getting sucked getting fucked getting cucked yeah because doesn't doesn't tuvok go through bull cucking cuck bowling, bull cuck bowling (laughs) cuck bull cucking cuck cuck bull 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 cuck bowling and one time cocking
2: oh one time cooking just one time oh just one time just one time because it but isn't there an episode i can't remember where um where t- where Tubok is also going through pond fire and has to go into the holodeck yeah no that, yeah.
1: no that's exactly what i was oh yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah
2: yeah oh besides the cucking and bullying
1: no, that's what he did in there. Yeah. Oh gosh, gotcha, that's gotcha, what I was gotcha, talking gotcha. about that whole time. <laughs> did you lose the train there? I did.
2: I did. Oh, that's, you just got so
1: lost in my my description of all the sexual stuff he was doing.
2: I got lost in the sauce.
1: No, you got lost in the sauce, indeed, my yeah, friend. Yeah,
2: because I, I was wondering because it's like yeah, it's like maybe like the hologram isn't sufficient enough because it's not like because they need like a flesh and blood mm-hmm. type thing to complete the like uh, neurochemical imbalance. Indeed. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Some people just need to come, baby.
2: You also think, like, if there was a neurochemical imbalance, it could be be treated chemically. Exactly. Like, (laughs) Like, they'd, like, have
1: to extract, like, you know, the adrenochrome from the pussy (laughs) of... of someone or something but like you know they, yeah. could, they could they could synthesize the chemical or like mm-hmm. get it from dead people or something like that
2: yeah, yeah replicate it just like and, and be like here you go and
1: yeah so maybe on long like long space missions it's it's logical to have some kind of backup for this for long space missions Yeah, but it's so private in their culture because they're so sexually repressive
2: i also wonder maybe if it's private because it's every seven years guaranteed vacation if they mm. if they, if they were to reveal a lot of the secrets yeah. and just have like a little pill you can take to cure, mm. um, Pon far, there goes their vacation.
1: That's that's true.
2: So like they're just like <laughs> so like they don't want anyone to know like oh yeah you could just pop a pill, mm-hmm. and instead they want to go on their fuck vacation. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think actually it makes a lot of sense why it's so secretive to me. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's a, that's just my theory. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, why you know, wh- you pop a pill or like spend an entire week off just like banging your heart out.
1: Mm, I definitely prefer the latter. But <laughs> also on the latter, to fuck my heart out, I'd probably have to pop a couple pills <laughs> for for a whole week like that.
2: Well, uh, well, for well, you'd be popping different pills for that.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying, baby. That's what they say, baby. <laughs> oh yeah
2: to you by station
1: Yeah, which one's your favorite? Is it Extends or is uh, it uh, Rhino? X- oh yeah, Rhino XL yeah. 320. Yeah. Do you do the 320, the 640, the 69?
2: Uh I take the one that's not on the shelf. It's the secret one they have.
1: Oh, the one on the ground. The, the pill one on the ground. On the, ground. In the same section, you just assume is.
2: <laughs> well, actually, you, get, you you have to you have to go behind the gas station, and there's a guy there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're just like, "Give me those black pills that are un, that are not labeled and loose in your pockets," and he's yeah. like, "Here you go." Right. And then I wake up like five days later, and I'm covered in blood and vomit. And semen. And semen. Don't sell yourself. Short. None, of, none of it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> All of it's yours. <laughs> All of it's mine. All, All of it's, of mine. it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that, that's a little, little tip for our soy truckers out there. Don't get the gas station dick pills. Get the get the behind the gas station dick pills i'm <laughs> <laughs> just
1: imagining like a whole week you wake up you're like what happened what did they do to me and you're just covered in like blood and vomit and shit and all of it's your own and you <laughs> yeah. just did it to yourself at I, home i just did, i just didn't leave the house i <laughs> yeah. stayed in my room
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just forgot about the whole experience. yeah i'm just like oh fuck oh. <laughs> it's
2: like those were ty all <laughs> You did all that yourself
1: so uh back on the planet uh paris is explaining taurus condition and she wonders what to do about it paris says either the doctor or vorak could help but taurus won't fuck vorak taurus tries to make a risky escape and the two get in a fight but then taurus tries to fuck paris he refuses like a fucking wimp
2: well, I can see like I think I think Paris has a good thing. Right
1: I don't wanna fuck my coworker.
2: <laughs> she's also she's also not in the right mind right now.
1: Yeah. Are they the same rank? I think
2: they're the same rank. Uh I don't think she's actually um I don't think she's actually in Starfleet. Oh is she in the Maquis? Yeah, she's in the Maquis. So yeah, she so. so she's she doesn't actually have a designation, I think. Oh wow, so Yeah. Hmm she's she's, act, she's well she, she's looks cheap like enemy. we've got no then.
1: <laughs> so taurus says they should continue separately but paris wants to continue to t- together and they do but they don't fuck mm-hmm. do not fuck <laughs> bummer the aliens have tuvok and chakotay and they want to know everything their science weapons anatomy etc and chakotay tells them they can help them hide their civilization The alien tells them of their people's destruction and their need to be hidden. Chakotay says they're not like the invaders and they can be helped. And suddenly there's a seismic warning. Mm. It goes a beep, beep, beep and shit or something.
2: There's lots of, uh, yeah, lots of earthquakes on this planet. (laughs) Yeah, it's an earthquakey
1: planet. It's not a great place to live. So Taurus and Paris are caught in another rock slide and are trapped. Taurus is insatiable and Paris is very resistant horse knows tom wants to fuck and gives him all the reasons they should Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah yeah that's a pretty good argument (laughs) well i guess you made your point (laughs) let's have sex
2: she's also not in the right mind though so it makes sense why he he doesn't which is it's a good thing.
1: Yeah, but she's in the wrong mind.
2: Baby. <laughs> she's in the wrong mind. Yeah. I mean, if, if for everything that goes wrong on mm-hmm. a HR level on in this episode, mm-hmm. him not taking advantage of her mm-hmm. is probably the best thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, they
1: almost fuck, but Taurus has a change of heart at the last minute. Yeah. So back with vorick the doctor's treatment is successful. Fucking a hologram seems to have worked. Yeah and it should work for Bolana as well. The jo- doctor plans to do a study on the mating rituals of different peoples, also known as jerking off to porn. <laughs> uh, down with Taurus in Paris, they're still stuck in a cave. Or like a rock slide.
2: I guess this is technically a cave episode.
1: I, in parts, yeah. yeah. Taurus is uh, starting to forget things and suddenly they're found by Chakotay make a retreat from the cave. Uh, they still don't have contact with Voyager, but Tuvok is concerned that if Taurus doesn't fuck, she gonna die. <laughs> so he impl- is so wild. Yeah, so he implores Tom professionally <laughs> to wreck her guts. He's like, hey, bud. hey hey buddy, could you come over here, please? So Yeah, yeah so Taurus, he...
2: Taurus need that dick, baby. So you need that long, that hard, <laughs> that pound, pound. Not push her, you know what I <laughs> so again another another HR nightmare being commanded to have sex by your commanding officer
1: mm-hmm. pretty cool
2: yeah pretty cool pretty cool <laughs> just like like take like have sex with this person or they die that's right. your job
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be like uh let's see some pics <laughs> so uh in the jungle taurus and Tom have a tryst Mm-hmm. They do some struggle play. It's actually kind of hot. When suddenly, Fork shows up and <laughs> uh, says he's there to take his mate and face his rifle. Yeah. And I mean, he fucks everything up. He does. Man, what are, what are you doing, Fork? You fucking nerd ass bitch. Yeah no one does it could have been like
2: you could have you could have joined the, the joined the three wave oh Vork. she
1: would have probably been into that no probably not because nah, she still creep. she still hates Vork. yeah because <laughs> he's though, a fucking creep even
2: though she's in like a altered state of mind she's mm-hmm. still like fuck that guy <laughs> right right she still won't fuck him
1: <laughs> yeah. which is like if the half klingon in a fucking like pawn far haze ain't gonna fuck you you fucking lost brother You fucking lost. You fucking lost. You ain't you ain't hanging no dong.
2: You lost the game.
1: You ain't got no sauce. I know that much. (laughs) Paris Paris barely has any sauce. And -hmm. he parlayed that into some pussy. Yeah. That's what you got to do with your life. (laughs) That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. It's a failed boxer. That's what I did. (laughs) What do you do with your life?
2: You parlayed into some pussy. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is hitting the ropes.
2: <laughs> you gotta hit ro- hit the ropes to shoot some ropes. Yeah, baby. <laughs>
1: um. So, uh, Vorik uh, calls Tuvak over and declares a kunut tali <laughs> a Vulcan, a Vulcan
2: mating fight.
1: Uh, Taurus accepts the challenge to fight. Which she's allowed to, since she's allowed to choose any champion for her. Yeah. Uh,
2: also, this is also again, it like, like Star Trek, has where it's a ship full of highly cultured, highly intelligent people mm-hmm. going through the universe. Yeah but they basically have like the hr of a waffle house <laughs> like, they're just like like in <laughs> like it's the manager and assistant
1: manager who are like uh f- uh, <laughs>
2: yeah like just working relations are basically like waffle house and yeah. this is like because here now we have we've
1: got a line cook which th- is tom paris <laughs> tom paris is big ass line cook oh yeah energy. we got
2: a line cook uh-huh. a waitress uh-huh their manager uh-huh and then like the day shift manager tuvok yeah basically watching them fight mm-hmm. well watching watching her fight another line cook to, to, to uh uh, yeah, Warwick.
1: who's like in love with her, but like won't yeah the time of day.
2: And so they're basically, so they're basically just. This is all just in a Waffle House, just them, just like having doing a horny fight mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle of in the middle of the of the lunchtime rush. Yeah. <laughs> just like and just and just like and then and like and like the managers are just letting it happen. They're just like, yeah, okay. This, yeah. This, this, this like wrong.
1: this is the, like the fight where like the line cook finds out he impregnated her. Yeah. Or <laughs> So, uh, Tuvok says injury is preferable to death. And so, they do a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taurus wins, but just barely. Yeah. Uh, the blood fever has been purged. Mm-hmm. They could have just done that the whole time, I guess. Mm. Could you not have fought in the holodeck, too? And did he really well, fuck, fuck could, in the holodeck? Could,
2: she couldn't get back to the, to the ship. Yeah, true. So, yeah, she had no choice but to either. That'd <laughs> be funny, yeah. Or fight, fight the re- the um the inhabitants of this planet who are just mm-hmm. completely innocent. <laughs> just have her start just tearing through them. Mm-hmm.
1: That would be rad. Too. Yeah,
2: we're not coming back here. Who cares? Let her, yeah. let her, let her fu-
1: colonizer energy.
2: <laughs> yeah, let her fuck them up.
1: Yeah, and I mean, what are they going to do with this technology? I mean, are they going to really leave something behind without like leaving something behind, like mm-hmm. some kind of tracking or like yeah. atmospheric thing or something? Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of times. "Quote unquote diplomacy is a way to like get you know more or less spying done. Yeah, and they could be spying on this this you know ancient civilization that doesn't want to be intruded <laughs> on first and foremost.
2: And 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 also for this civilization, like it's kind, they're kind of like put on the back burner by like the horny fight. Oh, definitely. But it's just, but it's just like they're
1: very like sea plot, even though there's only two plots in this.
2: <laughs> yeah, and like uh, yeah, we never get to actually see where they live. It just mm-hmm. seems like." They have like this highly advanced technology and basically just use it to hide in really dark stinky caves yeah and, right. and they don't seem to actually have houses they're like or how the, the, the
1: taliban was portrayed <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly That's
2: basically how they portrayed the taliban mm-hmm. they have the taliban because yeah, they're yeah just they like, have all
1: this fucking technology and shit but they live in caves i'm like
2: ah <laughs> are you sure yeah i would have liked to see where they actually live like they probably have like houses yeah they live in houses like people yeah like because they're people but they're probably underground because you know they're high they're high in hiding but Mm -hmm. like but yeah i'm sure they have like a very elaborate like underground living system and not just like a stinky cave that they just hang around in all day (laughs) if you were a terrorist where would you live well we well, we know where they live right now. The motherfucking White House <laughs> Burn! Motherfucking got him <laughs> mm-hmm. You got him. Yeah terrorists just hide out in the open.
1: They do. <laughs> so we get another captain's log. Blood Fever's been purged. So yeah. Captain's Log Start eight. Five oh five four 1.6. We're following through with Jakote's offer to help the Sakari improve their camouflage, and they've agreed to supply us with a generous supply of galasite. Paris and Taurus meet on the turbo lift, and it's very awkward. Tom halts the turbo lift and says they have to talk, and says he wouldn't mind seeing Taurus as a big, scary Klingon side again someday.
2: No oh, damn.
1: Uh, so, down on the planet. They find the skeleton of one of the invaders who destroyed the planet. Guess what it is, baby?
2: Motherfucking Borg.
1: The Borg, baby. Are we going to give an air horn to the Borg? Let's give yeah, an air horn I to know. the Borg. I don't know. It's fine. It's B- Voyager Borg is like the weakest Borg to me, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Picard Season 2
2: Borg. Yeah. Blorf. They're uh, bloorf And they're kind of like... You know, just like TNG, they're almost like the main antagonists mm-hmm. of Voyager. Yeah. So it's just like, but yeah, they're you know, Janeway basically just rocks them in the entire time. <laughs> she,
1: yeah, Janeway like is ultra competent and like thinks of things no other captain has ever come close to. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's weird how they have yeah. You know,
2: also, it's kind weird. of an exceptionalism
1: thing to me. It's, it's yeah. kind of
2: weird, like. um, also, they see the borg they see the borg is on this planet and that these people have developed a technology that hides them from the borg mm-hmm. and they didn't parlay for that technology
1: that's true
2: like that would have been that would have been very handy cuz that's like i think i've mentioned it before but i feel that's like one thing i think was missing from voyager them just picking up like cloak yeah cloak and just like all this other weird shit like they could have been picking up all sorts of weird technology out there right and they kind of just didn't mm-hmm. <laughs> like they picked up some stuff but it's just like but i feel like they come across this technology that fools their sensors mm-hmm. like it can like, not like nothing they have can pick up like these people because mm-hmm. they have such advanced technology and they don't try to be like is there anything we can give you for this right <laughs> like cuz it's that would come in handy oh, especially would come especially, right. especially since they're like <clears throat> you know i feel like you know when you're if since they're in the delta quadrant mm-hmm they're ba- they're mostly thinking about survival because they're so cut off from
1: yeah and that's something like the the survival kind of thing in like resource scarcity is something i mm-hmm. felt like they should have focused more on yeah and they have it as like kind of a basis for the plot like this yeah. like uh oh great we found the last at the beginning of the episode but there's nothing that builds up to it and there's not like an arc where they're like looking for water or something like that which is something yeah. that Uh, Battlestar Galactica the reboot did and Mm. I really liked how they did that Mm -hmm. and that's something I would have really preferred to see on Voyager and you know Ronald D more famously like kind of quit this writing team Mm. and went on to do Battlestar Galactica Mm -hmm. and so I think what he was doing there was fulfilling a lot of the stuff that he thought Voyager should have been doing
2: that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah I would have liked to see that because yeah they kind of just they never seem I mean obviously there are some episodes you know like Year of Hell and stuff where they Mm -hmm they're really they're really struggling <laughs> yeah yeah but like for most of the most of it like it doesn't seem like they ever lose any sort of like any of their material like um comforts mm-hmm. most of the time because it yeah. seems to, it, the ship almost seems to run very normally as yeah. as, as as a ship at, in in the alpha quadrant would and yeah just like i mean except for like these small these episodes like this where they have where they find like a material that they need that's not that that they can't find anywhere else and have to mm-hmm. go for it but they get it at the end of the episode, and they kind of never really mention it, right? Right, right. Like right. what it does, <laughs> like what yeah, uh, it, they, they said it you.
1: would help realign the warp coils or something yeah, like that, and they sure need it or something. But, it,
2: but yeah, it's, it's just like an unobtainium thing that's going to be forgotten about, right? But it's right. just like, but but yeah, like but picking up a technology, but you know, I can also see argument against them picking up that sort of technology because. Mm-hmm. Cause then like, you know, since it's a show that is run by multiple writers, like, mm-hmm. you know, then the writers, next writer has to be thinking about this, like, okay, what do they have, you know, just, yeah. you know, oh wait, oh wait, they got that technology that hides them from t- traditional sensors and stuff, but mm-hmm. still it'd be nice if they picked it up. It would make sense. You know, if, if we were in that situation, we would try to get that technology.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And be too busy with tourists,
2: actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I got other plans. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm gonna go over here in these bushes and yeah, uh
1: check check on her medical condition. I'm
2: gonna go fuck fight my coworker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do
0: that,
1: struggle,
0: baby.
2: <laughs> Doing some fuck fighting in the, in the Waffle House. hmm Yeah. In the
1: Waffle House bathroom. In the Waffle House bathroom. Fuck fighting in the Waffle House bathroom. <laughs> that's what you do here
2: on Voyager.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> voyager is the most waffle house of the the treks i'd say it really is yeah uh-huh.
2: it's the wa- it, it, this, that that voyager is just a floating waffle house yeah, yeah
1: yeah or kind of it kind of gives me almost like taxi vibes in a way yeah yeah
2: yeah that's another thing i would have liked if they did pick up more hitchhikers mm-hmm. like just more more random aliens
1: yeah yeah like neelix but not, not like neelix
2: yeah yeah just like if there is like yeah every once in a while like like people would like, they would team up with. I mean, they do kind of team up with some people. I think you know when they get stuck in that um that black hole type mm-hmm. thing, they have to team up with. Those yeah, aliens. yeah. I mean,
1: in several episodes they have to team up with different yeah. aliens. They even have to team up with the Borg. Yeah, they team up with the Borg. To no, uh, yeah. Yeah, but like so that, would, it would
2: be nice though every something. once in a while like there was just some random alien on the on the ship that was hitching a ride that'd be pretty cool because cool. i'm
1: hitching a ride yeah that'd be pretty cool oh but that's the end of the episode by the oh, way Oh yeah, it's the end of the episode yeah, yeah. that was the end of the episode yeah. um yeah what you, do you think of this episode baby?
2: yeah it's good it's good mm-hmm. like i like uh i like uh you know the waffle house aesthetics of it just like <laughs> mm-hmm. just like that the that uh even though they are such a highly intelligent um um cultured uh you know um post you know utopian society we still have we still act like we're in a waffle house sometimes
1: i mean life is kind of a waffle house isn't it
2: yeah it is yeah Yeah. so yeah and i like man they just just do these things that have happened at at Mm -hmm. your job that would just be like people would not stop talking about this for years Mm -hmm. this would be the thing like that everyone would be talking about on the ship forever just be like yeah did you hear about (laughs) vorick i mean also but you know
1: tuvok did go through his pawn far too on the ship and that would be a thing they talk about for probably years too but
2: i mean but vorick i mean he he fought some life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: Vork Vork did some bad bad things. He also
2: he, you bad, bad boy, you know. Know. he cut off uh he cut off all communication with the ground crew mm-hmm. uh like with and the with the away team. Yeah. He uh he disabled transporters mm-hmm. so he could go down and
1: But he did it all for love.
2: He did it not in love, just nah, want to get No love. He just wanted his dick wet.
1: Mm, I don't know. He proposed marriage. I think he was in love, baby.
2: I think he proposed mating.
1: Yeah, but he's like, your human equivalent would be a marriage proposal.
0: Mm,
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: So, I don't know. I don't know if he really understands marriage, or maybe he does in a very traditional, like, Christian sense. Yeah. Like, no sex before marriage. Well,
2: he probably researches. It's like, oh, like, you know. All these all these marriages and in divorce, so maybe it's just like a temporary thing. <laughs> That's true. That's true.
1: Marriage is I don't know, a pretty imperfect system. It's very advantageous for tax reasons if you're yeah. like in the middle class or the upper class especially. Or
2: if you want a goat you're trying to get some get a dowry of any kind. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Did you hear that they uh, they had a bill in California that like was upheld uh that like they banned, or they didn't ban. They they upheld like things like based on caste systems. Oh yeah,
2: they yeah, had the caste systems thing. Yeah. yeah, they maintain the caste system. um uh, discriminator- Discrimination. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty. That that's bad.
2: Oh, well, I don't I don't want to come in contact with an untouchable. Are you kidding me? Uh What about? I'm like, am a Brahmin, so I don't need oh. to. <laughs>
1: I'm a brahmin they them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm a Brahm him. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I thought. I thought it was an alright episode. Yeah. I give it a solid. How do you? Six and a half out of ten. Yeah. Not. I mean, not great. Pretty. Pretty alright. Uh. It, it's it it's funny. Just, it's it, campy.
2: It opened the door to seven of nine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It did. Uh. Yeah.
2: The then the, the Tom Paris Bellana mm-hmm. marriage. Yeah. It where it was, as I like to call them, you know, poor. poor Pores,
1: pores, yeah. Paris and Taurus. Yeah, pores, yeah, pores. Okay, <laughs> we could go for t- Taurus. Mm. Uh, no, that no. tomlana tomlana Tom Lana. Okay, yeah. Tom Lana. Yeah, let's go for that.
2: <laughs> Tom Lana, Yeah, we're we're big Tom Lana heads. We love that pairing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I actually don't hate it.
1: I don't hate it. It's fine. Yeah. It, um, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're definitely worse bearings on the ship, I think.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we had seven of nine and Chakotay on this oh, yeah. on this on this, on this uh, show, right, so right. that should be enough.
1: Do you do you ship Janeway with anybody?
2: I actually kind of thought Janeway should have hooked up with Chakotay, um, but also, but also Chicote's very boring.
1: He is. So He's such a, a s- fucking wet.
2: But also, cracker. I think that I think that is like a consequence of Robert Beltran mm-hmm. than anything else. Like, right, I, I, right. I I think. I mean, I think we've talked about it before where Chakotay could have been a very interesting character. He could have been like the best character. He could have been the best character. Uh-huh. Like, you know, he's like, a, he's a fucking freedom fighter, right? Yeah, like ty- pirate type dude. But instead he mm-hmm. has like the personality of, of, right. of, of a glass of milk. Basically. Yeah. He could
1: have, he could have honestly gone like a Riker route with what he had.
2: Yeah, he could have had some serious swag.
1: Yeah. He's he's, he's like <laughs> this cool dude with a fucking face tattoo. <laughs> he's got a face and he goes tattoo. and he's he's a cop. And I'm like, no, yeah. you can't be a cop with a face tattoo yeah. in the future. Come on, dude. He's
2: he's he's a leader in the he's a leader in the Maquis. He's got a mm-hmm. face tattoo. He's got some sort of like mysterious spirituality about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he seemed, His people
1: do have a saying. His
2: people do have a saying. He's part of the rubber tree people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's got some he had he the, the ingredients were there. Yeah. It's just like I think Robert Beltran was just like completely removed from the character. Checked out. Checked out. I think he's checked out from like Star Trek and yeah. He, I don't think he he, can he honestly just like bleeds into the background. Mm-hmm. Like if like like if he's standing there, he's basically becomes part of the scenery. <laughs> like he's he's, he's, he's
1: like um, if they cast the color beige in a role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: he's it's it, it's really disappointing. I think, but I think if he was, yeah, just like a dude with like tons of swag mm-hmm. and just like just swagged out, yeah, tons of personality, I more think, more un, more of an unconventional type mm-hmm. type leader. Yeah. I think him and Janeway would have like yeah. hit it off.
1: Like, it, I, I think that is one of. Voyager's biggest detractors is it has no one who's supremely swing dick in the entire series and Chakotay really yeah. I mean Harry Kim kind of swings some dick
2: EMH I like EMH
1: emh does eh, you know in a way in, in a theater way he, he, also... he swings theta dick Also, i i theta dick's a different kind <laughs> of dick you haven't experienced the real dick until you've experienced theta <laughs> dick
2: acting yeah like uh I, I i this episode did have a, like a good doctor moment for me where um he's very fascinated by treatments for Ponfar and he's like excited to write a whole paper on it oh he
1: oh he's going to write a paper already right, baby you know what i'm saying he's going to do a lot of research yeah. <laughs>
2: but i just like that sort of like you're going to watch those
1: holodeck logs you know he set that shit up to fucking record yeah uh-huh. uh huh
2: but i just like that sort of thing where it just shows his like his depth of personality mm-hmm. and intelligence and just like emotional intelligence is emotional and just like and just like how he is just mm-hmm. like a, a individual uh intelligence yeah where like because he's like you know he wants he wants to write papers he wants to be known like he's this you know he's like beyond his programming like he is and i don't know just like the the excitement he he um approaches this this subject and and hoping to make new discoveries Mm -hmm. and wanting to be recognized for those discoveries which is i think is is really cool that is cool yeah that's i yeah that's why you know doctor's I think always will be my favorite doctor but mm-hmm. yeah he's really great in this
1: yeah. yeah the EMH is probably my favorite doctor as well yeah I do love me some Bashir and I love me some Bones and yeah. I love me some Gates McFadden yes Dr. Crusher um, Wilson Huber uh, from Discovery I actually kind of like him too
2: yeah he's good yeah yeah.
1: or Hugh, Hugh Wilson that's his name yeah Ricky yeah, yeah. He's, he's hot, too. The <laughs> Dude is fucking ripped. And he's like fucking 50 years old. He's fucking ripped. Yeah, he's ripped. Yeah, good for him. Yeah,
2: yeah everyone came out of that, I think, out of that, uh, out of uh, my so-called life looking pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Like Claire Danes, um, uh-huh. Jared Leto.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, thank you.
2: I don't even know what happened to Brian Krakow, though. Me neither. Yeah. Brian oh. Krakow just got lost to the...
1: Yeah. Yeah. he's probably <laughs> a rich kid i assume a lot of child actors are
2: yeah hopefully he's doing okay hopefully, hopefully. He's... yeah yeah i'll look him up during yeah. a break <laughs>
1: yeah. it'd suck to be a child actor
2: yeah, yeah they always less... seem to age weird i don't know
1: yeah they kind of do some some of them just like always kind of like remain the same like Corey feldman kind of has like just never aged yeah, that's somehow, true. Which is really strange. He's he's yeah. going to be uh, on tour with Limp Bizkit, which should Fuck be fun. Yeah.
2: yeah, I rewatched The Burbs the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... Oh, yeah, I saw him. Yeah.
1: did that on my server. Yeah. How yeah. was that?
2: I love that movie. Um, but, yeah, I just like looking at Corey Feldman, like, wow, Corey Feldman just looks like he does now. Yeah, straight up. It's like wild. Just like he has some lines on his face, but mm-hmm. he's basically just like a weird old guy.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of trauma at a young age and like being forced into like a lot of work and things you don't want to do like, yeah. will definitely like age you.
2: Yeah, apparently like on on the on the set of the burbs though i guess like joe dante mm-hmm. um kind of like and then uh someone else i think tom hanks or something were kind of like his confidants like he was able Aww. to talk with them and oh yeah it's pretty that's, nice that's really sweet yeah it's kind of really cool
1: yeah tom hanks seems like a good fella joe dante seems cool as hell yeah I love joe dante joe fucks yeah he's yeah, awesome the dude yeah he seems to like command a lot of like respect and he mm-hmm. he works with like all the same actors who are like happy to work with him all the time yeah yeah, like just drop what they're doing just to work with them. which is yeah. pretty cool. Like
2: our boy, Robert Picardo,
1: Robert Picardo, <laughs> Robert motherfucking Picardo. EMH baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I really liked him in this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. He was really good. Um, Tuvok was all right uh, mm-hmm. Taurus got a little hammy at points. I, I
2: did like uh, Tuvok's like hand gesture mm-hmm. when he when like like saying the fight has begun basically yeah it's just that the, that, was, a, pretty, that was pretty little hand wave great. and it's just like and it's just like it just makes like the vulc like sort of stuff like this just makes mm-hmm. the vulcans just seem completely insane sometimes yeah. Where it's just like okay oh we're gonna have the horny fight now yeah. and fight yeah and this
1: this really i mean it was a large callback to uh what the naked time yeah uh you know the episode where fucking kirk and, and spock do the the ritual fight Yeah, yeah um and it did feel a lot to me like a TOS episode, and I don't know about it you. It did, yeah. Yeah. So, I like that. Just the I like horny, that the horny fighting, yeah. yeah. the horny fighting, the mm. like the focusing on like a Vulcan mating ritual and being horny about it. Yeah. That, that was Gene's vision. Gene would probably like this episode. I, I think,
2: think yeah, Gene would be like, "Oh, we're going to have a ritualistic horny fight? Fuck yeah.
1: Another? Do it. Do it. Fucking put <laughs> put it on the board, baby." Ding! uh <laughs> Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be all about this.
1: Yep. So, I guess that's a good place for us to leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about this? No. Any further commentary? What do you think it says on human sexuality?
2: Uh, it's it says uh, don't proposition your coworker out of nowhere.
1: Don't proposition don't yeah, don't proposition your coworker at work ever. Yeah, at Never work, at yeah, work. Yeah. No, you can you can be like, "Hey, would you like to hang out outside of work?" And if they say yes, mm-hmm. cool, then you can do it. it spe- only only really if there's no like power imbalance. Yeah. Like don't, there, I mean, don't do it with your boss. Don't do it with people who work for you, mm-hmm. if you're a manager. But, you know, you work with someone, your coworker, if you're a manager, you got a ma- another manager you work with, you think it's fine, be like, "Hey, fellow peer at work <laughs> would you like to go maybe do something sometime like some dirty sex, mm. like uh, some dirty dirty sex. sex. but maybe also just have a meal with me yeah. and enjoy each other's company
2: but also, have some dirty sex. but also i guess you know you could argue, make argument vorek wasn't thinking straight
1: Oh, he was thinking too straight is the thinking problem. Too he, wasn't straight. Thinking, he wasn't thinking gay enough. He wasn't asking any of the male male crew members on the ship if he could get some bussy.
2: No, he wasn't. He was. He, yeah, he, he should was, have been
1: looking for some bussy It what was, I'm saying. He
2: was thinking too heteronormative.
1: He thing. should have gotten on the Voyager Grinder. Yeah. You know?
2: Oh, yeah. If he was just like, if he just like, like discreetly put it on his pad and was yeah. just, and then like it started just going off and he'd be like, well, looks like I'm curing my palm fart mm, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine
1: Voyager Grinder. Who would probably clean up the most, do you think, on Voyager Grind? Oh, the doctor would probably. Mm, I mean, yeah. he, he'd be the guy who would just, like, if he has nothing else to do, he'd, he'd go and just give you a prostate orgasm <laughs> with his skills real quick.
2: Yeah, I mean, he is, like, he is like a holodeck program, basically, almost. So it's just, like... That's 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 in his that's in his that's in his Actually, DNA. I, I wanted
1: to talk about this. Do you think he has a collective consciousness that's shared with the holodeck? Do you think he has I the memories of the holodeck?
2: Kind of wondered that because yeah. like I think that would be an interesting. episode. Is he on the
1: same computer? or Is he completely isolated from that?
2: Yeah, because like you kind of like imagine like every single character the holodeck makes is just an extension of like of the larger intelligence of the ship or right. or of the holodeck. Uh-huh. So like the, when they. Disappear like that, 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 what they've learned and that sort of personality that's developed isn't mm-hmm. like, I don't think it's deleted, I think it's just like absorbed into like the greater, greater mm. intelligence. So, I think there's yeah. like a master intelligence or something in the mm-hmm. holodeck, which I guess we're just don't really knows talk how to them. make everyone come, it's just, <laughs> just how to make everyone come, but also it's just like it has such a wealth of knowledge. So, yeah, I think that would be interesting if, like, yeah, if like the holodeck itself become became sentient one time because it's just like it has like this has this like overabundance of lived experiences it's almost kind of like mm-hmm. you know in like um and uh west world like the the um the robots after a certain point like mm-hmm. go beyond their programming and sort of start mm-hmm. learning and mm-hmm. you know, from just for, just from absorbing all of this different experiences and just right. and so i think like the holodeck is sort of would be similar where it would just Gain that sentience and gain self-awareness mm-hmm. and then like maybe start Acting out and like yeah every like Moriarty per- like Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, every single person that develops is itself is, mm-hmm. is an extension of itself. Yeah. Yeah
1: So I mean when you think about it when you're fucking the holodeck, you're fucking You're fucking a computer you're fucking the entire ship. Yeah, you're sticking your penis <laughs> Inside a giant server basically mm-hmm That server is collecting all your information. Yeah. Yeah, and it's gonna it's (laughs) gonna recommend you extra small condoms for on Amazon, and you're gonna get mad about it. It's gonna come up on your work, on Uh, your work,
2: on your work uh, computer in front of everybody. You're like, like, well, I've been taking these scans of this nebula, and then suddenly comes (laughs) up while everyone's around. (laughs) You're like, oh no 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 no! (laughs) The smallest available. (laughs) The smallest available. Uh, they don't get any smaller than this folks we call them baby pinkies
1: <laughs> <laughs> now in half baby pinky, specifically for people like you
2: then like everyone just has to pretend they didn't see that
1: no <laughs> HR has a talk yeah. it gets recorded
2: it gets recorded yeah. he's
1: forever known as baby pinky James <laughs> yeah.
2: Half Baby Pinky. Half Baby Pinky James. Half Baby Pinky James.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a blues name.
2: Hey, I'm, a, I'm a I'm Half Baby Pinky James. Yeah. I'm going to play some blues for oh, ya. Yeah. I got that blues. They call me Half Pinky James. <laughs> <laughs> my life is hard. But, but, but I got what? a targeted ad for the Half Pinky Condoms. <laughs> got fired from my job. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Thanks for hanging with the soldiers. Be well, travel safe. And uh, I'd, I'd recommend you go watch, you know, it was a better than average episode. Go on yeah. flood
2: fever. It's it's all right. It's pretty fun. It's campy as fuck. Ghosts yeah.
1: Yeah. Time. It's directed by Andy Robinson and we love that motherfucker. He it's makes horny. it, he makes a camp. It feels very like stage play.
2: Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Mm.
1: It's, it's not bad. It's not bad.
2: Go watch it.
1: Not as good as this other episode. Uh, Looking for bar mock in all the wrong places. Yes. But,
2: yeah, that one's definitely better. But mm-hmm. yeah, this but that's is.
1: that's DS9. You can't. Yeah, you, can. you, know, you can't. There's no free. competition. There ain't no competition, <laughs> baby.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for trekking with the Soy Boys, Girls, and really Beans. Hang Dong and Shocker.
0: We stay, we we spread, okay. okay. the wheel the 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 wheel the 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 the